starts the show and leaves. I don't think it could get much better than this. He freaking disappeared, <laughs> didn't he? Welcome to Still Talking oh. Uncut. We're your hosts, Sean Rigsby. I'm Big Easy. Joined today by the whiskey legend himself, Mr. Van Fields. Welcome to the show, my man. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's an thank honor you. to have you here. It's an honor to be aboard. All right. We, we yes, apologize sir. for being a little late tonight. You know what, what we I do, do when something wrong goes wrong. We just blame Sean. Yeah, I think y'all was just testing the old guy. <laughs> just seeing how long, happens. how long you can stay up, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I apologize, man. Like I said, it's uh well, I always shoot for nine, but it uh, thanks, I man. never get fucked unless it's you know, Monday night. Right. I always wind up somewhere, nowhere around. Hey man, you got you got family, you just never know what, what the night's gonna bring for you. That's always it. got something to do, so it is live. Yep. And what what you drinking on over, Sean? I am drinking on a few friends of ours. They're going to be on here very soon. Uh, Margie and Rodney Bradford. Uh, it's a collaboration. Uh, it's their watermelon with Jimmy Jacks over there at uh, um, in Pennsylvania. It's called Jimmy Jack Shine Shack. Yeah, nice. They're good, good friends. Where, where yep. are they at in Pennsylvania? I'm not real sure. I've never been there. I've never been there either. I'll just Google it. So, (laughs) somebody in the comment section, Google where Jimmy Jacks is and let me know. So, (laughs) I appreciate you. Uh, Drinking on anything special over there, Van? Yeah, it's a McWater. (laughs) Sometimes it's all you early in the morning. Sometimes that's all you need. So. <laughs> Sun's beat me up for a couple of days, and I've been drinking water like crazy. Yeah, you got to hydrate. You know, you, I'm you hydrate during the week. That way, the weekends don't hit you so rough. That's, that's right. right. We have to do that a lot, don't we, Sean? When it comes to these hillbilly jams and festivals, cool. we have to go to. You can't drink <laughs> enough water. Oh and yeah. Well, you can't say no to free alcohol either. So it's like you gotta. That's true. <laughs> Chasing one with the other. As long as you stay upright, you're still having a good time. So that's right. So you know, I, I'm drinking on a Bud Light because uh, you know I, I, I about lost my balls a few days ago. <laughs> Go ahead and tell me a story. So you know, public service announcement: Do not sit on a barrel while you are drilling it out with a hole saw. All right, so. I'm sitting on a 50-gallon drum. I'm drilling it out with a hole saw, and the hole saw jumps out and grabs my shorts and runs right up, right up my junk. And so, you know, oh, I, I unroll the hole saw, and I look at Phil, and I'm like, you know, I feel something stinging. I put my hands down in pants, and I'm like, I'm good. I ain't bleeding. I ain't bleeding. I'm good, man. I'm good. And he's like, man, you better go check yourself. You better go check yourself. Mm. And I'm like. No, nah, I mean, I'm good. I ain't bleeding. And so I check again. I pull it out, and there's blood. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I, I go into the garage, pull my pants down. You know, it's hard hard to lean over and check myself. I'm a fat dude, you know? <laughs> I know the feeling. You start getting cramps and shit. You bend over too far. and uh, That's right. And and so I look down, man, and just my junk is covered in blood, and it looks like hamburger to me. And I'm just like, oh, man, I'm freaking out. Pull my pants up and hot, go out like, dude, I need stitches. I got to go to the hospital. I got to go to the hospital. 
So I hop in the car and I drive to the hospital. It's 15 minutes away. I get there in about five minutes and I go in. I'm just flipping. You know, I think I think I ain't got no balls no more. <laughs> it's gone. Like, and so I get in there and uh, they take me back and I'm just laying there and they bring in like 10 doctors, and women, you know, and I'm just like, I go all George Costanza. Like I was in the pool. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. <laughs> but so they the start river. cleaning all the blood <laughs> off. And, you know, I got a gash about inch and a half, two inches long. And he's like, oh, well, it's not that bad. And I'm like, well, that's good. You know, can most of y'all leave? <laughs> and so I ended up gluing me up and I was good to go. So, you know, don't sit on the barrel while you're drilling out holes. So, I figured I'd share my story of, oh, shit, about lost my junk. So somebody else won't. So, Goodness yeah. gracious. <laughs> it was a good time, you know. Like <sighs> you're right, Benny. They missed him because it was in the old lady's purse. <laughs> so, but anyway, so I digress. Yeah, the one I had open the other day. <laughs> had to no. tell my story, man. Hey, that's but, funny shit. I, I will say at the right. end, the doc was like, Hey man, keep the whole saws away from your junk. And I was like, Doc, man, no king shaming around here, bro. Wow. <laughs> so <laughs> it was a good time. But right, uh, <laughs> all right, take over. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take one cube. So yeah, I didn't drink all the water I can drink. So now I'm gonna move on to something else. <laughs> yeah, gotta have an easy balance. So that's right. It's got gotta be a good balance. So well, yeah. Well, go on ahead. Go ahead and uh, you know tell us a little bit about yourself, man. Tell us, uh, you know, what age you got started. You know, how you got started. History, if it's self-taught, just we just want to hear about yourself a little bit. Done. We're, All we're right. Well, uh, most of the guys already know me. Some don't. So, um, I was uh, very lucky to be born in, into it. So, I was taught by my father and my grandfather, and it's been in the family history for over 200 years and uh i just fell in love with it and i never quit so i've been doing this over 40 years now it's a good amount of time that's longer than i've been alive <laughs> <laughs> i hear tammy back here giggling <laughs> yeah she is <laughs> she she's real close by but she's off camera oh that's great but uh you know, I was very lucky and fortunate to have hands-on experiences, and um, I'm not going to say training, but um, it was a part of life. It was part of how we grew up and done things back in those days, and um, you went to the woods, and you sat down, and, and you watched, and you stayed quiet. You know, they wasn't a lot of talking. They was more like hand signals or a, a head movement. And once you caught on to everything, you knew what those were without saying one word, you knew what the next step was and what to do. So, but now this thing called social media, Oh my goodness, man, the times have changed so much. You've got people that you can talk to um, groups. Oh my gosh. And back when, I was doing this. You kept your mouth shut, and you didn't mm -hmm. talk to nobody. And nowadays, and now it's it, like, look at me. Look at it's me. 
<laughs> it is totally different, man. Yeah, it is. It really blew up during COVID. I, I think I think everybody worried about there being no alcohol in the liquor stores. Like, you know what? I'm gonna make my own. And yeah, I'm well, and I feel like that was part of it. And also during that time, there was people that was like, "Well, you know, I need to stock up on sugar, yeast, you know, because uh, you just don't know what, you know, if, if right. you work a job and, and and it's not deemed as essential, you know, you got to do what you got to do to make ends meet." That's right. Um, I've pretty much done that all my life. You know, I wouldn't just somebody went to school and a little bit of tech school and, you know, run off to the woods and done something because that's what I enjoyed. You know, I held a 40 hour job since 1987, constantly working 40 and 50 hours a week. Plus I'd say, I started off with one barrel and then I wound up the most I've ever done by myself was uh 14. So I would do a 40 hour job and I'd go run 14 barrels. And that was probably two per day. Yeah. That's a pretty big outfit there. 14, uh, <laughs> yeah, 14 barrel. Man, that's, that was back when I, I was a young guy. I go up now and I see something's got 14 barrels on it. I'm going to get the damn vehicle and leave. <laughs> Unless I got somebody to do most of the work for me. Yeah. We can talk, you know? Yeah. We got, a, we got a young guy around here. Like, oh, you got that, you got that strong back, right? Like, yeah. I'm, I don't I'm think I can handle that anymore. <laughs> Depends on how if little it roll or have wheels on it. I ain't interested. That's right. It's got a motor. <laughs> And yeah, yeah. Right. does it move by itself? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, so talk about uh, some of your first recipes that you did. I mean, was it were they grain? Were they fruit? Um, um just a mix. I of started things? off early as just grains. Um, <laughs> we would do like a three grain scratch. Some people call it chicken feed, scratch feed, or whatever. We've done that. When I was growing up, it was whole corn, cracked corn, and we also done rye. And um, that's what we've done through the years, and that's what I learned with. And, um, you know, as years went on and times have changed, you know, I never done brandy, but I have done some wine in my time, but, you know, back when the TV show started and this and that, and well, you have to change with, with the times. So I started messing with a little bit of fruit. You know, I've done some watermelon. I've done blueberry. I've done peach. And that's what, one of my favorites is peach. And um, I'm pretty well known for, for that one. I like a good peach. It's hard to say no to a good peach, man. Yeah, buddy. Yep. I just got back from South Carolina last week and the peaches are just now hitting the stands. Mm -hmm. Um right now they're probably they're not the size of a baseball yet, but the uh three and four inch peach is coming pretty soon and that's what everybody's wanting. So I'm gonna go back down this week, check the peaches out and see what's going on. Hell yeah. That's gonna be some good stuff right there. It's uh, 
so you also have made some uh, strawberry brandy. If I yes. <laughs> yes, I have. I've made <laughs> strawberry. I'll I tell you, when I tried that strawberry brandy, um, Sean Bogart in a jar and drank the whole damn thing all night. That that was mine? <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. Was it, was it this past summer? I can't no, remember. No, it was the winter that. jam a couple years ago. Wow. And, and yeah, I, I've done strawberry all night, all night. He was swaying, and luckily, luckily, his dad was able to get him up to his room. His dad in the bed that <laughs> night. Hey, the, the trick tip to the hillbilly jam is always get a room on ground level. You don't <laughs> ever want to climb stairs within walking jam. distance. Yeah, I'm like, hey man, uh, I guess. Take him up there, Papa Rick. I, you know, he's in your hands now. We drove y'all back here. <laughs> you get him up the steps. If he falls, I, I can't. I ain't gonna catch him. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> ain't a reason for both of us to get hurt. I'll call him an ambulance, though. I'm down for that. Yeah. <laughs> we even tried to do hemp on on the show one time, and uh, some other fellas got wind of it on the show and they decided to do it and they told us we couldn't. So we were going to do that as well. Okay. But we've done, I think the, my favorite corn I've done was actually fresh peaches and cream or either silver queen white corn. Mm -hmm. We scraped it off the cob and put the cob and all in the barrels. And man, that really come out good on the show. Okay. So, are are you used to uh, fermenting with the cobs, or is, was that just like the first? Actually, time? the uh, I'm not going to say the uh, dried corn or grains with or corn with with the cob, but the fresh corn, the cob itself has so much flavor in it, mm -hmm. and. God, you just break those up and scrape them and get the milk out of them and put it all, put it all in there because that's where your flavor is. Right, so you're talking fresh, like fresh, fresh, fresh. absolutely, right, right off, right off, right off the stalk, right off the, from the stalk to the barrel. Yeah. Just pull it out of the ground and go. Mm. <laughs> it, don't, nice. it don't get no fresher than that. I mean, that's right. Uh, I could see, you know, a lot of different flavor than waiting for it to dry. Exactly. Uh, somebody's wanting to tell us about rye step mash process. I, th I think he means more of a steep. I don't know. Okay. But how do you how do you do rye? Do um, you do rye? How do you do it? I have done rye. Um, I still do sometimes. A lot of people take rye and they crack it, and it gets a lot more peppery and hot. Whenever you ferment it and run it, it's got like a black pepper taste on the end of it after the finished product um there's only one other person that i know of that does rye like me i don't crack mine yeah, he's from kentucky yes sir yes sir <laughs> <laughs> yes sir i uh leave mine whole it's more of a mellow a real good mellow taste it's not hot it's not peppery but it also does not have that corn flavor. So it's a totally different profile and um, it's really nice. So for anybody that does rye, you've never done it whole, give it a try whole, see how you like it. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, you, you might you might like that difference. You know, it's, it may not work for everybody's taste, but uh, me, I don't like to be burnt up whenever I take a drink. I, yeah. I like to enjoy the flavor in it and not be caught off guard. Yep. Well, and, and a lot, I mean, I think Rye got a bad rap <clears throat> just because of yep. that reason, you know, yep. that or people run it too hot along with the spicy grain that it, that it is. That's right. <laughs> but uh, um, what's your favorite thing to run? My favorite thing to run, it would probably have to be cracked corn and peach. Those are my two favorites. Okay. Just just old school, easy crack corn with uh, sugar in it a little bit. That's it, man. That's it. That's what, what I was taught. It's not to say that, you know, okay, I'm going to try this or try that. You know, I do experiment some, and uh, I use di different grains. But my favorite traditional drink is crack corn. And I, mm -hmm. I, I like to age it too. You, you know, if I can get some of that good brown li liquor, I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. Like, it's all about what you like as a person. That's what right. Fit, what fits your taste buds and what you enjoy. And because you're making it for yourself, not somebody else. So, you know, there's no, there's no leeway. Right. Like, there's no leeway of somebody else's opinion on your taste buds. You can't, you can't, they can't be a judge for you. So, you know, do your thing. That's true. The way you, you like it. You can line 10 people up and you, you'll have 10 different flavors. Yep. And you'll have 10 different people that like 10 different things. So it's all yep. about what, what you like. Do for mm -hmm. you what you like. That's right. As long as you're happy. <laughs> but, you <laughs> That's know, all that matters. Exactly. And, and going back to the do it because you're happy, you know, I know you're not going to give someone a jar of liquor that you wouldn't drink yourself. That is correct. If I don't like it, you ain't getting it. Yep. I mean, that's the unwritten code, right? Like, if I don't like it, I can't hand it to somebody else. That's right. <laughs> that's just the way it is. Like, you, you know, these festivals that we go to, there's so many people doing things now, and um, people are, are learning. They're trying things, and um, – and I found out the hard way, the easiest rule that you can do when you go to these places and you get offered things is you keep your lips pretty tight because you don't <laughs> never know what you get handed. <laughs> I, I see, I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 okay. Oh, I didn't like that. Oh, I don't like yeah. that. But, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. I, I got to try it to know if I like it or not. And then right. if I don't like it. I got to try it again just to make sure because it might yeah. be different second time. <laughs> so. Yeah, I just wouldn't turn it up like a pint of ice cream, though. No, 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 no. no. I, give it a, I give it give it a taste. Or like, like Sean just did. I think he killed a whole jar. <laughs> no. I, I think, I think he fills them up with water beforehand. Oh, yeah. Um, and he just pretends yeah. he's drinking like that. Yeah. Oh, uh, John's not allowed to drink yeah. out of a jar. See, when John starts drinking out of the jar, that's when bad things happen. Yeah, right? and then then he he gets that COVID cough. Yeah, you know, like, like it's real strong. And then he starts sweating. That's why I start with something that's low in the jar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that way, if I finish it, I don't feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! 
But yeah, um, yeah, some of those festivals you go to, boy, I mean, I, you, you get handed some good shit sometimes, and sometimes you get handed a tire fire. Oh boy! Uh, oh man, I've I've had good things and I've had some awful things too, and um, you you just learn to uh, stick to yourself, keep a low profile, <laughs> and uh, just keep moving. Just keep moving. <laughs> just keep moving. I, I get distracted, man. Like I'm easily like I would so get in a white van. I'd be I'd hop in no problem. Like, yeah, you want to try this? Like, sure, dude. Let's get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm easy, you know. Like, I'm so easy. So, yeah. How you doing, Miss Tammy? Yep, we'll be there in Maggie Valley for sure. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. Really looking forward to Maggie Valley this year. Hell yeah! I tell you. One of the newest things we've started doing is helping the nursing home up there, and uh, this is our third year doing it. We're going to um, – there, there's a list on Facebook on what we need for the people in the nursing home, and um, these people look forward to seeing us show up. And uh, we talk to them. We shake hands. We love them, every one of them, from the first one to the last one until it's time for us to go. So you said, um, uh, what, what's the name of the Facebook page? Um, I think uh, look under Blake Elledge. Um, he could be um, tagged in with the Hillbilly Jam as well. But he's over the nursing home part this year. And for the last two years, me and J.B. Raider have made it to the nursing home and come back. <laughs> uh, so they uh didn't keep us all right sean don't don't take the masters there or he'll 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 filter in and he'll never leave so keep the oh, masters away from the old from the old folks home <laughs> that's really hey, awesome man for putting cups and uh well, that's, that's really all awesome that's really awesome you guys do that every single year I could see how they would be excited to, to see you coming, you know. Oh, yeah. Man, they they are really excited. They're lovable people, and um, they're just like we are, and um, they can't wait to see us. That's amazing. Yep. But uh, so, so tell us, um, you ever have any hiccups while you were running anything, or did you ever have any, have any close calls or – uh, something that you want to tell people not to do? <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Where don't do sit I on a barrel while you drill it out. That's what I'm going to tell you not to do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't put a drill between your legs or anything like that. I thought, yeah. you know, common hey, sense was It was pretty far away. Yeah. Like, I climbed up with shorts. Like. Yeah. No, uh, you know, I've been lucky through the years, you know, um, I have I have been caught before. The only time I've been caught was live on television on the Discovery Channel. And uh, so now, counting me, my whole family has been booked. <laughs> um, I tried to make some uh, rye one time and had an accident with it. Um, I had a customer wanting six gallons of rye. So I set it up and something wasn't going on there, right? 
it wasn't working off. It wasn't doing its thing. So I called my dad and uh, I said, look, I said, about the third or fourth day, you know, I should be pumping in and running. I said, we're on day five and six and it ain't doing shit. So he said, uh, you still got that bag? I'm like, yeah. He goes, read it to me. And I didn't run about a pint. It was rye grass seed that the guy had thrown in the back of the truck for me. So I, I made a pint of liquor out of grass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good way to learn. That's a good way to learn. I tell you what, I tell a, a lot of people, if you ain't made bad liquor, you ain't made enough. It's going to yeah. happen. Everybody. It's going to happen to the best of us. You know, like, uh, it happens in big distilleries. That shit happens, you know? It does. It happens every day from the little guy to the big guy. It's just <laughs> a part of it, man. Yep, it is a part of it. That's um a part of of the craft that you learn after you finish. Yep. But, uh, so do you malt your own corn or, um, is that something you, you, you like to do or I'm assuming you've probably done it back in the day. I, I have, I've seen my grandfather do it. You know, he'd take the old croaker sacks of corn and he'd, throw them in the creek for a little while and he'd bring them out and then as soon as they start sprouting you know we get that off of there and that would uh start our barrels up but um you know with yeast strains and everything that we have these days i try not to to use yeast i try to go all natural with what is on the corn and uh, most of the time that works and sometimes it don't you have to add some help to it every now and then but you, you know that the least that you add to your grains the less headache that you're going to have the simpler it is the you know the smaller the circle the less problems you'll have <laughs> right you know, if, if, if it takes you this much to cook you're not going to have as many problems if you have got this big a circle you're cooking with so absolutely and if it's something you you like or you've added yeast to it um just like a guy that I really look up to, Alan Bishop, he told me, he goes, go to the bottom of that barrel whenever you're done and take some of that and put it in the refrigerator and keep it. That way you'll have it the next time you want to set your barrels up. And that's um, trying to save that wild yeast that's mm -hmm. in that corn. And if it's something really, really good, keep it and use it again. Yep. I know he had uh, posted a video um, that was a while back about a yeast log. Basically, you know, a log that he threw on a string and dumped it down in there and, um, yeah. you know, over the time. Propagating and, log. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. And it, that's something I would like to try eventually, but... Yeah, um, that guy is. Get you a stick and chuck it in your barrel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds pretty damn simple to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy is a Frankenstein. Whenever it comes to the craft that we do, I mean, he is—he's out there. Mm -hmm. He's way out of my league. Well, you know, and uh, <laughs> I really appreciate 
you know, people like him that really dig into all the details, all the science and all that shit. But like me and Ian, we're all about simplicity, you know? Yeah, man. I am <laughs> the most simplest person that you can even ever talk to. Uh, I mean, the way I do things is so simple. It would blow your mind. And people, I have a lot of people say, well, nobody can do that, but you, anybody can do what I do. It's just taken me so many years of watching my family do it. It comes second nature. Yeah, so, uh, it's just taking, you said it takes, takes years. Like you could do it, but it takes years to be able to do it well. Yes. You know, yeah. like anybody can do it, but it takes a while to do it well. That, that's right. That's, that's right. Inconsistent. You know, yeah. I mean, you, you, yeah. you might get a one or two, you know, good ones in, but to be consistent all, you know, across the board and for every jar yeah. to taste the same, well, you know, fairly close to the same, you know, for one Absolutely. month to the next, it's, it's not that's well. right. At that point. And uh, you said something about getting hurt or something like that. A, a lot of people know my background. Some people don't. You know, in 2003, I was almost burnt to death with um, alcohol. And um, I've done a documentary in there right after the moonshiners got started to really show people how dangerous making alcohol can be. And um, that's how Living Proof started. But uh, 40% of my body was burned and um, something I'll never forget. So how did that come about? Was it, uh, did you have a leak in the still or did you blow a cap or? No, um, actually the way I set this one up, my steel, um, my mash and my gas tanks were in a separate building. And the arm and the condenser was coming through the wall into a separate room. So I had the majority of it on one side of me and the catch tub and the cooling drum on the other. And um, I had a cloth over the catch tub, you know, because during the summer you get gnats or you work at night with a light on, there's bugs going to be somewhere. So, you know, I had a flashlight on the tailgate of my truck and I didn't feel like getting up and getting it. I reached in my pocket and I picked up a Zippo lighter and I struck it to see how much was in my catch tub. And as soon as I did, man, it was like the 4th of July. That catch tub lit up. And I picked it up and towed it out, and it splashed on me. And I had alcohol all over my clothes, and uh, set me on fire. So stupid things like that can happen to the best of us. So always watch your back. Always think about what your next move is. Safety first, man. <laughs> you know, it's I know it's hard yeah. sometimes. It's, it's easy to overlook, but you just keep it safe, man. Keep it as safe as yeah. you can. Man, I, I have been in so many situations after that, you know, helping others or, you know, it's me and Rick Gibson and some other guys went to a di distillery. And uh, 
his jar system was on it, and the cap blew off the the steel. The back pressure. The first one to jump up and put it back on was me. Sure did. I was not scared of it. I'd already been through all that crap. I just went over there and grabbed it and uh, kept moving. And uh, I think that uh, saved a lot of issues there for that day. Yeah. Yeah. Was that, have, that was that. Oh, go ahead. I have seen cap blow off and uh, a blue mushroom flame was coming down the sides of the steel. And I didn't even have a shirt on. I got on my hands and knees and I crawled up under the flame and cut the gas off. Put the cap back on, went right back to work. <laughs> so I'm telling you, once you go down that road, you kind of know how to walk it from then on. <laughs> Experience. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, whether it's experience you want to learn or not, you're going to learn it. So dang right. Better to learn from it. Yeah, I mean, usually something like that, it you know, it only takes one time, whether whether you live through it or not. But if you live through it, then that should be the only. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what, though, I was out of work for six months and um, I had to learn how to walk again. Um, Tammy, Sean, you you know Tammy. She had to do everything for me. My hands was wrapped up. My legs was wrapped up. I mean, she done it all. She, you're tall and I'm short. <laughs> you, you hear it in the background, right? Yeah. She must have been busy then doing twice the work, I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so, you know, you were on uh, the Moonshiner show. Yes. Um, did you have any good come from that? Uh, first year was okay. Second year was not so good. Um, that was the year me and Ewok was on with each other. And uh, I guess some guys from the previous season got a little jealous and uh, – Turn me in while I was on the show. I'm not going to name names, but uh, most of the people already know who that is. Yeah, that's a shitty situation. Yep. That was a right. That, that was what a, a day before the jam, wasn't it? Or it was on a Wednesday. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We, we were on the way up there that day. And if we'd have left, 30 minutes earlier. <laughs> I'd been gone. <laughs> nope. You live and learn, I guess. Shit happens yeah. for a reason, you know. But That's right. Uh, yeah, so uh, talk about some of your plans from here on out. You know, what, uh, what do you have in mind? You know, I mean, well, just tell us what you got going on now and then or I whatever. We've uh, I got a lot of things happening. Um, we got a movie coming up. It'll be out at the end of the year. It's called Uncle T's Farm Stand. And just to make a long story short, the town hires a brand new sheriff, and it's a dry county. 
but everybody stays drunk and you don't know why. But there's one hellacious produce stand there that everything that's <laughs> being sold on it is infused with alcohol. So they're getting drunk on pickles or huckleberry pie or whatever, then he kind of catches on. So that'll be out at the end of the year. Um, I think Ewok is working on another one. We started a couple of years ago called Dead Steel. I think we'll mm-hmm. be shooting a trailer for it this summer. Um, we finally got us a cameraman for, for that. And uh, I'm looking to uh, do some things for myself as far as a distillery goes. So uh, that's going to be a good adventure, and it's on the way soon. Awesome. Good deal, Huh? So look forward to the movie. <laughs> I got to watch it, you know. Yeah, it's 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 going to be great, man. We got to go down uh, June twenty fourth and start filming our part, and that's right after the uh, Beattyville. I think we'll be in mm-hmm. we'll be in Newport, then we'll be in Beattyville, then we got to run down to Florida and film for that weekend, and we'll be back home. So. June and July is going to be pretty dang busy. Yeah, busy months. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what is your... So, I know you've run a lot of stills over the years, um, but what is your ideal perfect still run? I would say a 60 to an 80 gallon traditional pot steel all copper um it could have a wooden thumper or either it can have a uh copper can it doesn't matter but i like all copper and um you know these days things are changing you know with tri clamps and gauges and you know i grew up without all of that so i i don't need gauges i don't need clamps but Mm -hmm. Some of it's handy. Um, people like to use gauges to watch their temperature, whether it's in the mash or up on the head, to uh, find out when their alcohol vapors is going to start coming through there. But to me, a gauge is Rolex. If you don't have one, you won't look at it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so do you... Uh... <clears throat> do you rerun your liquor or do you just put it? Um, well, go ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like to run mine one time. But yeah. um, if I have something that I'm really not sure of or maybe has crossed over and I don't really like that flavor, I'll rerun it and I'll make sure it's right the second time. Um, the reason I only run it once is because the more you run it, uh, the more flavor that you're going to lose each time you run it, and it's going to get a lot smoother. It's going to get a lot nicer. Um, but I really like the characters that come out with it on the first run. That's where all your flavor's at. You know, like the more you run it, the it, yeah, it's going to get cleaner, it's going to get smoother, but you're going to lose all. If you want vodka, make vodka. <laughs> you know, that's just where I, if you want flavorless. 
just be like, man, I want a neutral spirit. You know, oh, why, yeah. why bother, you know, spending money on corn or other ingredients yeah. if you just want to just go bag, buy you a bag of sugar. And yeah, if you're just going to strip it down and, and keep running it until it's added, it. save yourself the money, you know? Yeah. Yep. But we, we like to, um, support our local people as far as farmers or um, produce or any, anything like that, depending on what's in season in our area. That's what we like to use as far as brandies and corn. <coughs> There's 500 acres of silver queen or peaches, peaches and cream. That's your yellow and white. Mm -hmm. We'll use that to support our farmers. Oh yeah, I mean if you could buy it, in, like, um, if you get something in state, you know, I always get it in state if I can. Absolutely, and mm -hmm. that's just that's how it is. You know, that's how it should be. You know, love where you're from, <laughs> and if you could get it there, you know, it's probably going to be cheaper than if you have to go somewhere else and get it anyways. Right, you add up all the travel costs and everything. So, yeah, I tell you, people will be surprised if they just hopped on Google and looked for what they want. You know, like they'll mm -hmm. find somebody within a reasonable amount usually mm -hmm. um, at least, you know at least like when you're around up in the corn belt and things like that you know you know i understand it's a little harder when you're down in the bottoms of florida to find a farmer but yeah but, um know, most of the things place. in florida you're going to get watermelon and you're going to get strawberries yeah let's see it's, florida's, had, me, man. Like, florida's had good strawberries this year and um, this has been an outstanding year for watermelon as well, especially the, the seedless ones. They are very sugary, and they've got a lot of flavor to them this year. So do you uh, – I've never messed with watermelon, really. Do you get much flavor carryover with watermelon? You know, I've done watermelon one time. I've done um, some watermelon wine, which come out very good. And I didn't use nothing but the hearts. I mean, nothing but the good stuff. And whenever I ran it, it tasted like the rind or, or the green part of the watermelon. You know, and I didn't use that. So I've never messed with watermelon since. But um, when when you used the guts of the watermelon, did you, what were they seeded? And did no, that they, they, they were seedless. Nice. I, I, and, that's uh, how I did a wine, mm -hmm. and I didn't strain it good enough, and it soured in, in the bottle. Uh, it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, I did not have good luck with the watermelon, but strawberry and peach, oh, man, I can go to town on those two. I mean, and it I looks like I may have a bumper crop on some blueberries this year as well. Um Looks like my blueberries are doing very good. Mm -hmm. I like me some blueberry wine. I'm all about that blueberry wine. So yeah, buddy. I'm a firm believer, man. If it makes a fine wine, it'll make it a real fine shine. That's right. So, That's I'm right. By that, like. So what's the biggest still you ever run? Uh, probably about a hundred and fifty gallon pot. Nice. The smallest one was probably about a five gallon. 
<laughs> you hear that a lot. I mean, we all, you know, a lot of people start small or, you know, a little R&D one. Yeah. Later on down the line, just so you know. So, yeah. You know, a five-gallon pot is great to have in your collection. Um, it is. That's a good experimental piece that you can use to um, explore some flavors with. That way you don't have to spend a lot of money on um, ingredients. Once you get that down pat, you can move on up to 30, 40, 50 gallon and um, go from there. Yeah. But a, a small steel is a good steel to have just to play with to figure out what you want to do and what your recipe is. Mm-hmm. And then you get you get to be like Sean and you treat him like Pokemon and you got to collect them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so while we're while we're talking about that van, um, you remember that still that y'all run down there in uh, Kentucky at the Moonshiners Ball? I sure do. Okay, I wound up with that. Uh huh. And it wound up at a buddy of mine's distillery. He was using it, and uh, so it, <laughs> at, at that at that point, it had had two electric elements in it. And he was rerunning some uh, some liquor that he had ran prior to that, and one of them elements got exposed, and it peeled that son of a bitch back like a pop can. Oh Lord! <laughs> yeah, that was right when he was about to come on the show. <laughs> you know, I hadn't thought about that. If you run alcohol in, in that thing and rerun it and that element is not covered up oh my gosh man that that could be a time bomb no they are you know yeah make sure those your elements are oh man below that alcohol you know liquid on them and you know and that that's one of the drawbacks of it's hard to see where your level is like i would almost put sight glasses next to my elements that way you know if you're getting that low and just so you know, like, oh man, I'm down here. I ain't got much farther to go. Absolutely, I cut it or you know do something else. So that's you know that could be one of the draw. That's one of the drawbacks of electric. You don't you. It's hard to tell where your level is. You know, unless exactly. you have sunglasses um, next to it. I was working at a distillery a few weeks ago, and that one has six elements in it. But you can choose run one through six it depends on which breaker you want to turn on but you couldn't tell where the liquid was and the only way i figured it out is when you're pumping in you can stick your ear to the tank and you can hear it go in and once you don't you pick your hose up out of it and see how long that hose is and that tells you how much room you have from the end of that hose to the top of your cap. So that was very interesting on me to learn how to run that thing. But um, it it took a while for me to get used to it. But like I say, I, I ran a lot of different ones. But um, that one there was the strangest. Do you, um, do you like to run worms or shotguns or... I I run a worm. I've um, I like to run a condenser as well, 
which is a double-walled worm. I, I guess it's a, a, a coil wrapped around a can. And then it's got an outside shell on okay. it as well. So what that does, your vapors go through there and they trickle down. And the whole thing is submerged, except the end where the liquor comes out. And um, it works pretty well. Um, we've had it tuned in a few times to where it would run two gallons and no. Yep. It would run a two gallons in like nine minutes. So um, that, that was moving along pretty good. Yeah, that's putting out some fucking... <laughs> just a little uh, just a little bit yep but you you know back then and we didn't have regulators or anything like that we just didn't use them we ran straight pipe mm -hmm. and shit you can heat up and run in 45 minutes yeah and and be gone nowadays you can heat up and run and stay there for two days <laughs> yeah yeah some people man they'll they'll heat it up and they'll run a fucking beer keg for 14 18 hours. hours on a beer keg but you know to each their own my yeah. my patience is not like yeah that. i mean yeah it, it, you don't benefit hardly anymore than you, you you know you would if you run it normal in my opinion yeah i've in the coldest you run it, the better. And I've noticed it all depends on where you put your water in that cooling drum. Mm -hmm. it, it helps your flow of your alcohol. And then once you get that tuned in, you've got to tune in your burner as well and let your burner and your water work as one for a good maximum flow of alcohol coming out very cold. So what would you say the most important ingredient is? When, you know, the water, the grain, the yeast, or? Um, I would say you would have to have good water. Mm -hmm. You get good water, you get good mash. Got good mash, you got good liquor. That's your base. That's where it starts. That's where all life starts is water, you know, That's right. so. That makes sense. If you got good water, you know, that's the foundation to a good mash. Yeah. Absolutely. That, that fabulous H2O. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> High quality. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what, what's his name? Um, water Boy. Rick Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bobby Boucher. Yeah. Bobby Boucher. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Cool. But uh, what's the biggest still you'd ever want to run? Um, I would say maybe around 200, 250. And that's a pretty that's good size big, rig. Yeah, yep. that's a big boy rig. Yep, that one's not out of the question, boys. Oh, no, that's <laughs> definitely, you know, two, 250, that's obtainable. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little more weighting than uh, normal, but yeah, hey, you know, at that at that point, you, you get a buddy and you shift it out. You're all good. Yeah, let's take shifts. Yeah, absolutely. 
But uh, so, do you have any uh, events coming up, man? That you plan on going to, or? Yeah, we have quite a few. We'll, about. we'll be yeah. in uh, Newport in just in a few weeks. Then we'll be in uh, at the. Is that the popcorn jam? Yes. Okay, you be, be at the popcorn jam. We'll be at the popcorn jam, and then we'll be at the the bourbon and moonshine festival in Beattyville, Kentucky. On Beattyville. Mm-hmm. We'll be yep. there. Then we'll be headed back to uh, North Carolina for the Hillbilly Jam. And I think we've got other things planned. There's some few extra ones this year. Um, I think it's um, Help a Vet Shine. That's going to be in October for our veterans. And um, we'll just have to see. Have you thought about coming up to the Farm in a Bottle? The farm in a bottle. August. Yeah, the farm in a bottle at the, the in August. That's uh, the new one. Oh, uh, Dan Dan Gray. Ain't that who it is, Sean? Yeah. yeah. I remember the name. Whoo! It's in Ohio. It's a little flat. <laughs> well, you're doing better than me. Yeah. Hey, it don't, that don't happen very often, man. That's why I'm I'm excited about that. Sean always comes to me and he's like so and so, and I'm like, bro, I don't know who that is. All right. Like, you met him like two months ago, and I'm like, well, just. Describe him to me. I don't know names, man. He'll be like, "Oh, short dude." Blah blah. I'm like, "Oh, okay, I remember now." I just, I, I'm terrible with names. Always have been. You know, there's a lot of people that want us to come up into Ohio and do things. Um, we could. I don't know when because we're so busy down this way. So I like yeah. the one that's end of August because it's like there's a big gap where there's nothing. Like there's a month, you know, it's at the end of the summer and there's not really yeah. much going on then. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's only 45 minutes from me. And I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. So yeah. I can drive home at the end of the night and sleep in my bed instead of in a crappy It'll be like Van, bed. You know, he drives what an hour to the jam. We drive, you know, six, seven <laughs> hours. Yeah. Six yeah, hours. I just get up and go over the hill. Yeah. That's uh, <laughs> Yeah, all of them are all of them are right around you. So even you know, Beattyville it can't be far. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, Beattyville is the furthest one. That one takes me at least six, seven hours. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, hell, that's only what two hours from us. Now Beattyville, Beattyville's four, about four and a half. Four and a half. Which fucking way you go? Bro, <laughs> straight down seventy-five, man. It's about four hours. <laughs> 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 I mean, how, how far from Beattyville to Knoxville, you know? Like, yeah, but you, so, you know, the only reason I go to Beattyville is to hang out with uh, Donnie's dog. Jed? He's got he's got the coolest dog. <laughs> I took the cooler in there one day, and he sat on it. And I was like, what the hell's wrong with, with the dog, Donnie? <laughs> he said he's waiting on you to open it so you can give him a beer. He will not get off. If you're cooler until you give him a beer. I'm like, okay. That's great. That's awesome. So did you give him a beer? Did he drink it? Oh, yeah. He drank it faster than I could drink mine. Yeah, yeah I figured that. One yeah. lick at a time. <laughs> yep. My man. I need me a dog like that. We'll yeah. also be at the Hazard Fest, and they're moving it to uh, Newport. Fairgrounds as well. Okay. This year. But that's, we're not going to set up at Newport. 
that's kind of our time just to walk around and hang out. That's what uh, that was my plan. If I made it to popcorn this year, I, just, I can't. I yeah. Prior obligated myself to some other things, and mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna be able to make that order the Babyville Festival this year. It's kind of sad about that, but yeah. you know, it is what it is. I'm definitely going to the jam. I, I didn't get to go to Babyville last year because I had a few surgeries I had to go through. Man, uh, Babyville is one of my favorite places. So, um, yeah, it was really awesome. We had a, we had a good time there last year. We uh we all got drunk on peach brandy. It was a good time. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. a good time. It happens more often than not at you know festivals and shit. But hey, as long as you have a good time, you know, yeah, and drink plenty of water, then you'll be all right. Yeah, drink plenty of water. That's right. Don't skip on that water, especially when you're out there in that heat. That yeah, makes right. you quick. Ruin your weekend. So, you not uh, yourself when you're dehydrated. <laughs> hell yeah. But well, uh, you got, you go got any more questions, Sean? Anything else you want to know? Van, you got anything else you want to talk to us about? You know, <laughs> anything you love to do or just whatever, man? We're, we're all ears. I was, I was, I Y'all just throw. Y'all just throw the questions out there. I'll answer what, them for you. What uh, what kind of yeast do you you like to use? Are you a you a bread yeast kind of guy? You like distillers yeast, turbo yeast? Highly doubt it. Uh, you know, wine <laughs> <Natural>. yeast. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you're natural. If you have to, you hitting that hitting uh, that jar a little, a little strong, Sean. We've we've already discovered we already covered this topic. If if you have to, <laughs> damn, you better get you another jar. I haven't got a hole in it. <laughs> um, if I use a yeast, I like to use um, a wine yeast, and uh, it's lavin. Small. I, I, yeah. I, I like to use that. As far as bread yeast goes, it makes good bread. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. You and know, I'll, and we'll, I'll, get a, we'll get a bread yeast guy on here eventually. You you know, years and years and years ago, bread yeast was fine. It was fine to to use. But that strain has changed over the years and years. It's not the same as it used to be. So um, each time you use bread yeast, you know, you feel like I'm going to Subway or something. (laughs) It works well with bananas. It does work well with bananas. <laughs> oh, so so you're a bread yeast guy? I'm bread yeast guy. Yeah. 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 I like I to mean, experiment with it in different things. Like yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. I'm not saying don't use it. It it works. Yep. But it's just not my favorite one to, to go to. Well, and uh, you know, a lot of people like to shoot for like twelve percent, you know, mm-hmm. and a little higher than normal. I shoot for nine, ten, and that's. I'm happy with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, it just I've, like you I've said, really my, what you like. I've seen my grandfather use bread yeast more than once, um, yep. especially during the winter time when it wouldn't work right. Yeah, um, he would take a few packs and he would sprinkle in each barrel, and it would come to life. And like, like I said, back in those days, that bread yeast was very good. But mm-hmm. the the strains of that yeast has changed uh, over the years. But um, 
I do not like turbos. I will not no, use no. them. No. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, and and uh, you know, not speaking anything of, uh, I'm not standing up for turbos in any way. But I, I have noticed over the over the years that I think people really get a misconception by what's on the package. You mm-hmm. know, it says twenty four hour, forty eight hour. Like no right. there's shit in in the packet that you have to give time to settle to the fucking bottom. Right. Yeah. It might be done fermenting in that amount yeah. of time. Yeah. What what kind of flavors are, are you gonna get in twenty four hours? I agree. Take, Fuel, take, takes that you know, time, you, you know, it's drink. all about you know, it's it like is, cooking a roast. You don't cook a roast in thirty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, just like a great white shark is going to run down there and it's going to eat your sugar up real quick. And, you know, your good stuff as far as your grains or whatever is left all by itself. And it don't have time to uh, interact with what just fermented off in no time. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're exactly right. You know, it, it just <coughs> people are all low and slow on their stills it's like you know you gotta let it go slow on you don't want to rush things you can't rush perfection yep you know it's like that, that's right man if, if if you're gonna take time to um learn the craft and do it then take time to do something you enjoy and and don't rush it but they are some people out there that won't want to set up and be running the next damn day um mm-hmm. well yeah that's their business that's their choice but um when it gets down to the nitty-gritty and the good stuff you take your time with it yep well that's what you know a lot of people don't understand that they're all about you know got hurry 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 you know hurry the fermentation process as soon as, as, soon as that's 1.000 they're like oh shit i gotta throw that in the still yeah <laughs> well, probably not the best idea <laughs> i've I've had mine at um, 1.10 mm-hmm. or pretty close to 1.000. And it was working so hard, it was pushing the hydrometer to the other side of the damn barrel. Yeah. I'd never seen that before. So that's when I called Alan Bishop. I said, look. I said, this thing's almost ready. And I said, this thing's rolling, man. I said, what the hell's going on? He said, save the yeast. Save the yeast. It's happy. (laughs) (laughs) So, you you know, I've done this all my life in 40-something years. But, you you know, friends like you guys and and Alan and Donnie. and I, I learned things from everybody. Yeah, you've taught me a lot over the years. That's yep, why we yep. do this show. It's so we can learn from you and everybody else that's been on before you and everybody else that comes after. Yeah. And, and not only does it give us the opportunity to learn things from you, it also gives everybody else the same opportunity. And you know, that's what's always about spreading the knowledge that you learned. Right. Since it's so it ain't so hush hush anymore. Like let's let's mm-hmm. help each other out. Let's help each other learn and try. Just that's like right. I'm sure, I'm sure there's guys in here who have done rye and all they do is crack it or some of them grind it to powder and now they're thinking like man i'm gonna give that a shot as mm-hmm. a whole and see how i like it like that so you know I, i've had a many a phone call um and i've helped some guys you know whether it's in the backyard or if they were going on a 
uh, show and they call for, for some pointers. I've helped more than one person win the damn thing. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, well, I think we've had everybody on here long enough, guys. And, uh, yeah, it's we're a little over an hour in, so. All right. But yeah, man. Yeah, it was it was an honor to hear you speak, man. It was a Thank pleasure. Thank you. I look Thank forward to, to meeting you at the Hillbilly Jam. We'll be there. And the uh, time. if everybody wants to get there early, we're usually there on Tuesday or Wednesday before it really gets crazy. Yeah, the and if anybody wants to come up and chat or just talk a little bit, then that's fine. Because when Saturday rolls around, we don't get a chance to talk to anybody. It's yeah, it's so yeah. busy on on there. Um, yep. So, but yeah, it's awesome, man. Uh, so I guess y'all y'all see each other at Beattyville. So yeah. Hope y'all have a good time down there. Sorry, I can't make it this year. Darn. Darn. Yeah, I bet darn <laughs> shit. We had a good time last year, Sean. Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> I got you in trouble and everything. Yeah, we, stood, we yeah. stood out by that pool till about three o'clock in the morning, just ah, and talking and talking. There, it was a good time. There, there's actually a pool in Beattyville. At, it, at yep, at the hotel behind the Dairy Queen. Yep. <laughs> hey, that Dairy Queen right. served breakfast. That's all I I know. Like, dude, I woke up and they really? had biscuits and gravy at yeah. Dairy Queen. I'm about that <laughs> life. You can't hardly <laughs> find biscuits and gravy in Beattyville. Not unless. <laughs> Teresa well, cooked herself. That's what I say. You got to take about a thirty minute drive into town. Yeah, <laughs> I took that drive, but instead I walked across the parking lot. Like, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then when I go, I go down to Kentucky, I drink the L eight because we don't get that L eight here no more. So those L eights are good. Yeah, they are. Yep. They make make you right. So, anyways, like I said, it was an honor to have you. It was a pleasure to hear you speak, Van. I hope everybody has a great night. Sean, hope you have an okay night, and uh, I'll talk, <laughs> we'll talk to everybody else. Um, we're, we won't be back for Memorial Day. We're going to take Memorial Day off. Um, yep. Sean's going to be in New Straitsville um, Memorial Day weekend, so if you want to come out and and see Sean in person, I don't know why you would, but if you do, oh, he's going to be in New Straitsville for the, the like 52nd or 53rd annual New Straitsville Moonshine Festival. Um He's big time. He's going to be inside the building this year. So, you know, <laughs> here we go. Go in. Get you, get you an autograph from him. Here we go. <laughs> Make him forge your mind if you want. I don't know why you would. But. Yeah. All right. <laughs> we love all y'all. We hope you have a great night, man. Everybody shine on. <laughs> yep. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate hey, it. It was a pleasure, man. man. It was a pleasure, man. We'll see y'all soon. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Jake, show me a jar. <laughs> yeah good night <laughs> folks